Well, good day, folks. Johnny No Cash here. You're listening to Life with Johnny No Cash. And before I jump into this week's episode details, I just want to give a huge thank you and shout out to everybody who's been downloading the podcast, listening to me on Spotify, my music, and Apple and all that stuff. And especially everybody who's been going over to Bandcamp and picking up some shot glasses or a t-shirt. Man, it really means the absolute world to me. It feels like there's a connection, and it also feels every time I plug this mic in and I do one of these podcasts that I'm hanging out with you directly and just having a good old conversation. Nothing here is scripted. Nothing here. There's no takes. I just do it all in one go, so it feels very natural and organic, and uh, that's the way I always wanted to do it. So thanks to you, thank you to everybody that has been supporting me. It really means the world to me. And without further ado, I want to jump into the details of this week's episode, and that is real van life. Not this glamorized shit you see on Instagram, not this glamorized fucking shit you see on YouTube, but the real shit. So without further ado, let's get into it. So I am currently just outside of Campbell River, which is a beautiful little touristy spot. Uh, I gotta say, I'm not really in the city itself. Uh, I'm about 15 kilometers outside in a small gravel cul-de-sac just off the highway, about 20 meters from the road itself. It's a little loud, so if you hear some sirens and motorbikes and shit like that, that is exactly why. But I gotta say, it's not an ideal spot. The reason is, is because most of this fucking province has been shut down to crown land campers. And I think it really comes down to people that are abusing the land and littering and leaving their trash behind. And a lot of these spots are gated. They've got boulders blocking the roads and it is really difficult to find a spot to stay. So if you are camping, whether it's for a weekend or for a week a month, a year, clean up after yourself, please, because it's affecting the future of this country and probably other countries as well. People don't want to go out into the middle of the woods and see Doritos bags or toilet paper that's been left behind. Please, for the love of fucking God, clean up after yourselves because the future of Crown Land Camping is in not only my hands, but it's in yours too. So have some respect. I'm sorry to start this off on a little bit of a sour note, and I do want to give a bit of a disclaimer for this episode, because I'm a little annoyed. I'm a little annoyed at how social media's algorithm is showing van life and crown land camping. I've been scrolling through for the last little while. I, I subscribe to the hashtag van life, and it is complete bullshit. It is nothing like the real thing, and that's what I want to discuss today because I am really tired, and I've been getting into these long-winded fights on Instagram with some of these rich fucking kids that clearly are living off mommy and daddy's black MasterCard and just living this luxurious bullshit life when the rest of us are living a real kind of nomadic existence, and it is totally false representation of what it's like. A lot of people want to try this and they go to social media and 
if they go to a van life hashtag, they're going to see beautiful men and women living in these quarter million dollar sprinter vans in their bikinis with their fucking rip muscles and all this bullshit. Man, I haven't seen one person like that since I've been on the road for three months. Not one fucking person. So where are these people? They're probably at paid campsites. They're probably just going to the the beach, taking that one photo and then going to a hotel and shit like that. You know? So I want to debunk social media's vision and representation of what van life is really all about. And again, small disclaimer, I'm going to be talking about some pretty gross shit, literally. I'm going to be talking about bathroom life on the road. I'm going to be talking about bathing life on the road. These are real things that exist and they seem to be kind of overlooked, I find. So I've been on the road for three months now. I was prepared right off the bat for bathroom complications. This was something, I don't have a bathroom in my van. I don't have running water. I don't have a sink. I don't have any of that kind of stuff. So these are things that I had to take into consideration well before I hit the road. And again, maybe I'm not posting photos of me squatting in the woods, but I do every fucking day. These are things that comes with the territory and it's bathing, things like that. Like, I mean, how the fuck are these people on Instagram so clean? Well, I bathe in the river or in a stream, or if I can't find a stream, I have a small bucket and I find, uh, a, you know, I go off into the forest and I've got my soap and I have to kind of do a bird bath that way. That's just the way it is. And, you know, hygiene is important, even living on the road. These are things that you need to think about. And as well as, you know, where you're going to go to the bathroom and things like that. You, you got to, it's a dirty lifestyle, but you still got to take it into consideration and you got to be mindful. So right out of the gate, before I even hopped in the van and, and headed south, I bought myself a little hunter's toilet. It's basically, um, it's kind of like a, if you can picture a drum stool and it folds up, it's got like a little toilet seat and the way it works is you just bag it, you take a shit, and then, of course, you need to bury it. So I've got myself a little shovel, so every time I take a dump, I've got to fucking find a spot where I can do my business, dig a hole, and bury it. Again, the last thing I want to do is abuse the land, abuse crown land to the point where they shut down these spots. I want to make sure that the places I stay are cleaner when I leave than when I arrived. And you should too. This is something, again, if you're going to a campsite, don't let the employees clean up after you. Clean your own shit. Seriously. And I don't, I don't mean literally, but clean your stuff up and, and make sure it's, it's clean for the next camper. I can't tell you how many places I've found. When I was in Chilliwack hanging out with my buddies up there off the grid it seemed like somebody brought their pickup truck full of um like washing machines and old computers and just dumped it like what the fuck man like the moment people catch wind of this and start reporting that they're gonna close off those gate or they're gonna start gating these roads 
They're going to start putting boulders on these roads that, that will now prevent people like myself and other campers to use the land. And man, it's really quite sad. So back to these Instagram douchebags. I've been seeing a lot of these people and I've been getting in fights on Instagram. I mean, you know, sometimes I'll have a few too many at night and I'll see one of these posts and I'll just tell them off. And then it really gets people going. <laughs> I got to say, it's pretty fun. Because, I mean, you can tell that they're, they're, they're cut from a different cloth. They're clearly from suburban fucking neighborhoods that are just doing this for the gram, doing it for Facebook and trying to get a bit of clout and trying to get some kind of social media influencer presence. Fuck that, man. I'm doing this because I'm tired of the systemic lifestyle that I was subjected to for so many fucking years. Like, my van is, to some degree, a piece of shit compared to some of these things. And let me be brutally honest. There's a fella here that was uh, that's staying right where I am. He's got a small little car, and he sleeps in a hammock. That He, he can't sleep in his car. Well, he said that he could essentially put the seat back and sleep sleep like that but he actually sleeps in a covered hammock and i said to him dude what the fuck are you gonna do for the winter and he's like damn man like i'm probably gonna have to sell this and get either a like a station wagon or something like that so i can actually sleep in it so i mean these are real struggles and problems that he's having to think about i mean it's already 10 degrees cooler here on the island than it was on the mainland. And I got to say, even in my insulated van, it was chilly last night. I got a great sleeping bag and all that kind of shit. But I mean, it's still in the plus. It's like, I think it was plus 12 uh, last night. And it's just going to get cooler and cooler and cooler. And what the fuck am I going to do in the winter? Let alone this fella who lives in his, in his hammock. These are things that... A lot of people don't really take into consideration, and I know I've gotten a number of messages throughout the weeks and months, um, you know, giving advice on what, you know, somebody should do and the approach to take for doing this van life shit. Personally, get something cheap. And the reason why I say that is you don't know if you're going to like this lifestyle. So why go all out and buy some kind of massively expensive sprinter van or something that's already completely uh, geared to the nuts and then you live for a month or two and realize, man, this really isn't for me. And now you're stuck with some fucking van that you've uh, deteriorated the value because you've been off-roading, scratching the sides and whether you're smoking in it, you know, all that kind of shit. And it's funny because I did meet a couple back in uh, Alberta and these kids invested a hundred thousand dollars in their van and they had to basically protect it. They couldn't go off-roading. They couldn't do any kind of fun exploration because they needed to try and constantly consider the value of the van if they wanted to sell it. So my advice is if this is something you want to do, get something dirt cheap Get something that you can off-road in. Get something that you you don't are you're not already planning on reselling. Because you don't know if you're gonna last, and if you don't last, that's cool. Like it's, I mean, this isn't for everybody. I mean, if you can do this for a few months and get something out of it, good on you. And then you know, sell your vehicle afterwards and maybe get just as much or at least close to it. Good on you too. But I mean, 
a lot of people are going for this glamorized shit and not, and then they don't like it. It's like, dude, you just spent a fucking hundred thousand dollars on a van for a lifestyle where you got a cool couple of cool Instagram photos, but now what are you gonna do with the vehicle itself now that you don't like it? You realize that you enjoy the, the, the comfort and stability of an apartment or a condo or a home or something like that, and that this just doesn't suit your lifestyle, but now you're stuck with a $100,000 van. It's wild. I mean, like I said, I think in the first episode I did here, um, my van, all in with the build I did and insurance and all that shit was about $10,000. Now, that sounds like a fucking ton of money. I get it. And it is. It is a lot of fucking money. But I got to say, I'm so glad that I bought something for $10,000. And now I've realized that I love this lifestyle. So if I want, I could probably turn this van around and maybe sell it for 20 because of the amount of work I put into it. And maybe buy something better because I do like this lifestyle and I do want to continue it. But if I had bought something like on a loan used my visa or some shit and you know and then I didn't like the lifestyle itself man I'd be stuck <laughs> I don't know it's just funny and a lot of people get really caught up in the social media world and it's not what it really it, it, it's it's not what it seems again I'm trying to call these fuckers out and I continue to do so I will call these fuckers out. Anytime I see one of these fucking glamour shots, I always say something real sly. And it pisses them off because their feelings get hurt. And, uh, you know, I kind of like that. I've welcomed to the real fucking nitty gritty, man. Like, that's how it is. It's not all fucking smiles and beautiful shots. Like, some days it's piss and rain. You can't cook your food because your van is designed to cook outside. So you're having to eat crackers and peanut butter and shit like that. You know, it's a very different kind of way of looking at things. And a lot of people don't think about that. So, if you want to do this shit, even if you're going camping, even if you want to start camping more, you know, do you buy the best fucking tent for your first camping trip? Hell no. You buy kind of a piece of shit that's going to keep you dry at the very least and just give it a shot. And if you really liked it, well, then you upgrade. It's like fishing for the first time. Do you spend 400 bucks on a rod for the very first time you fish? Hell no. You buy a piece of shit, you toss the line in, and if you're having fun, you're like, man, this is something I'd want to pursue. Don't dive into it thinking that this is going to be, you know, the end all and be all because you change. People change. <laughs> it sounds like I'm bitching, but I'm really not. It's uh, just a habit of mine sometimes. You know, Johnny No Cash, I got to talk about this shit, right? I got to talk about budget. I got to talk about, you know, uh, my, I guess my opinion on the perception of things. So these are things like that have really kind of irked me. And I've come into contact with so many incredible vagabonds and fucking boondockers that are living with nothing, living out of their cars, living out of their like battered vans. Actually, when I was in Squamish, and I hiked the chief, which should be an episode all in itself. The chief is an incredibly massive mountain that you can hike up. It's got three peaks and I actually did the damn thing. I've never done any kind of hiking and I hate fucking heights, but the people I met on that 
dusty off the grid road were hikers and they decided to take me under their wing and take me all the way up to the third peak, the second peak and the first peak. And man, it was quite the accomplishment, but that's not the topic. The topic is one of the guys, his name was Parker. The dude was living out of his van and, or sorry, out of his car. And the thing was just an absolute piece of shit, but he loved it. It did everything he needed it to do. It wasn't, you know, over the top. He might be able to get a couple hundred bucks for the damn thing, but it was just totally different hanging out with these types of people than, say, if you're, you know, at some kind of tourist uh, camping site where it's quarter million RVs and a bunch of models walking around in their bikinis and fucking thongs. One other thing, too, is I've had to switch to rolling cigarettes. Man, this province, it's 17 bucks a pack at 20. So I've had to cut back. And like I said, gas is killing me. Fucking cigarettes is just eating my bank account away. So I've gone to rolling darts, drinking vodka water, as fucking poor as it gets. But wouldn't have it any other way, man. I'm really happy. The other thing, too, is I'm not smoking nearly as much because I can't roll and drive. And I very rarely pre-roll my smokes. So these are things that I'm having to adapt to. There is no luxury here. And especially now that I'm going to be here for about four or five days, um, I'm probably just going to, you know, go through the food I've got, go through the tobacco I've got, take a little bath today down the water. And I'm sure I'm going to flash some people and uh, it's just the way it is. But I just want to make people a little bit more aware that if you're going to do some research on van life, maybe don't go to major sites with a hundred thousand followers and things like that, because most of those people are, they get paid, um, to advertise not only the van or maybe their battery that you're, they're using. And they're a lot more well off than you and I. So really do your research. Be prepared for shitty fucking days. Be prepared for trugging mud all through your van and having to figure out how to fucking wash the damn thing. Uh, Taking shits in the woods. How are you going to piss? If you're female, like, you know, there's a lot of times that you can't, it's going to be raining out and you might need to find some kind of assistance. I know uh, I did meet a woman on the road who had one of those, it's basically like, uh, it's kind of like a funnel. And she was pissing in bottles on the shitty days. And I know it sounds gross, but man, that's the lifestyle. It's a totally different lifestyle. Don't shit all over it. People like myself and the people I've met love it. And you may think it's gross, but we don't. So I just want to say, if there's anything that I can help with, if this is something you want to try or something that you wanted to explore, I'm here for you. Ask me any kind of questions you want. I'm definitely, I think this is the best thing that I've ever done in my life, even though I'm kind of a middle-aged dude and most of the people I'm meeting are quite young. I still think there is no age limit for this and you should really give it a shot if you can. If it's something that interests you in the least, just fucking give it a shot, man. Time is the greatest currency. You might not be able to do this when you're 60 or 55 and things like that. So if if you want to do this, I really encourage you to try it out. Sure. You're going to get dirty. Sure. You're going to be shit in the woods, but man, you're going to experience shit. (laughs) 
that you'll never, ever experience living in a damn condo. Well, that being said, thank you guys so much for listening to me rant for about 20 minutes. And I apologize. I hope not to do these types of videos too, too much. But sometimes I just got to be honest. I got to get this shit off my chest. And there's a big difference between uh, fiction and nonfiction. And a lot of this shit online is all bullshit. So please keep your eyes open. Look for, you know, the, the little cracks in reality and question everything. So that being said, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I really fucking appreciate it. I really do. Check out my Instagram, which is very different from a lot of that. It's Johnny No Cash Official. You can check out Facebook where there's a lot more music related stuff. And actually we've got a contest for a big giveaway coming up in the next few weeks. So you're going to want to follow that. And if you want to pick up a dusty ass shirt, maybe some shot glasses or a bandana, or maybe if you do some sewing, I've got patches over at johnnynocash.bandcamp.com. Everything there goes right back to me and it helps me. It helps inspire me to keep this going. And I really appreciate everyone's time. And God damn it, shoot me a message. I hope you're all well. I love y'all. You know it. A staggered motherfucking crawl. <laughs>